0: Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times, and we'll try to post something every day usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. The opening prayer for Mass this morning is what uh, was the fuel, if you will, or the food for my own personal prayer earlier today. This is what we prayed in the opening prayer today. O God, who for the salvation of the world brought about the Paschal sacrifice, be favorable to the supplications of your people, So that Christ, our High Priest, interceding on our behalf, may, by his likeness to ourselves, bring us reconciliation, and by his equality with you, free us from our sins, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. So that first, uh, or that opening prayer, rather, Uh, we may or may not know, that comes more or less directly out of the letter to the Hebrews, which, interestingly enough, is the only book in the New Testament which identifies Jesus as a priest. Especially for Catholics, that might be a bit strange. We're we're used to thinking not only about priests in general, but often of thinking about Jesus as a priest. But nowhere else in the New Testament is Jesus referred to as a priest. And in many ways, the letter to the Hebrews is, is something like a prolonged homily on the priesthood of Jesus. So what's the purpose of a a priest? What do priests do? This is worth reflecting on for a number of reasons, not least of which is if you're baptized, whether you're a man or a woman or a child, you're a priest. We oftentimes forget this, I think, as Catholics, but when a person's baptized, they're made to be a priest, a prophet, and a king, or more precisely, they're made to share in, participate in Jesus's priesthood, his prophetic life and his status as king, or his identity as king. Well, what do priests do? Priests stand before God on behalf of others. That's the task of a priest. So it's not for oneself, it's for others. This is why you and I, right now, can go before God in our prayer and bring before Him all the various needs that we have, right? All the people who've asked us to pray for them people who are suffering, whether it's from COVID-19 or something else, people who are on the front lines as first responders, Uh, whether it's people in government that God will give them wisdom, whether it's for the leaders of the church, whoever it is, we can do that because we share in Jesus' priesthood. But the point, what what the Lord was just leading me to reflect on more and more this morning, is uh, to understand what is Jesus doing right now? I remember Frank Sheed, the great English uh, apologist in the last century, he he just used to ask that question to people when he would give talks. Does anybody know what Jesus is doing right now? Like according to the Bible, what's Jesus doing right now? And what he's doing right now, at least the way Hebrews describes it, is he is making intercession for us. That's what Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 says. Jesus lives to make intercession intercession for us. So Jesus has not abandoned us. He is right now, uh, not only as the eternal Son of God, but as one who shares in our humanity, who brought that humanity transfigured, redeemed, recreated into heaven. He's interceding for you and me right now by name before the Father's throne. Pope Benedict in uh a book on uh, Jesus, the reflections that he wrote, called "Jesus of Nazareth," on his reflections on Holy Week and Easter and the Ascension. He shared this, which has always been a comforting uh, thought for me right now. He says, "The departing Jesus, this is Jesus as he's ascending, right or where he is right now. The departing Jesus does not make his way to some distant star." He enters into communion of power and life with the living God, into God's dominion over space. He has not gone away, but now and forever, by God's own power, he is present with us and for us. Because Jesus is with with the Father, Pope Benedict said, he has not gone away but remains close to us. Now he is no longer in one particular place in the world, as he had been before the Ascension. Now, through his power over space, he is present and accessible to all throughout history and in every place. There's a very beautiful story in the Gospel, Mark chapter 6, verses 45 to 52, and the parallel passages in the other Gospels, where Jesus anticipates this kind of closeness during his earthly life, and so makes it easier for us to understand. Here's, here's Benedict again. See if this helps you. It's been a great image for me. The story of Mark 6 is the story after the multiplication of the loaves, where Jesus goes to the mountain to pray, and then the apostles go out to the water, onto the Sea of Galilee. So this is what he says. After the multiplication of the loaves, the Lord makes the disciples get into the boat and go before him to Bethsaida on the opposite shore while he himself dismisses the people. He then goes up on the mountain to pray, so the disciples are alone in the boat. There is a headwind, and the lake is turbulent. They are threatened by the power of the waves and the storm. The Lord seems to be far away in prayer on his mountain, but because he is with the Father, he sees them, and because he sees them, he comes to them across the water, He gets into the boat with them and makes it possible for them to continue to their destination. This is an image for the time of the Church, intended also for us. And what a great image this is for us right now, living in the midst of this pandemic. Benedict continues, "...the Lord is, quote-unquote, on the mountain of the Father. Therefore, He sees us. Therefore..." He can get into the boat of our life at any moment. Therefore, we can always call on Him. We can always be certain that He sees and hears us. In our own day, too, the boat of the Church travels against the headwind of history through the turbulent ocean of time. Often, it looks as if it is bound to sink. But the Lord is there, and He comes at the right moment, I go away and I will come to you, Jesus says. That is the essence of Christian trust and the reason for our joy. This is not just true of the church. Uh, It's true of us personally, maybe uh, individually, as a family, uh, maybe a business that we own, whatever it might be, right? It looks, perhaps, as if we are bound to sink. But the Lord is with us, And he comes at the right moment. And as the psalm reminds us today, he hears the cry of the poor. And he is especially close to the brokenhearted. Let us thank the Father then that he gave to us his beloved Son, who even now is petitioning the Father on our behalf by name and who is always ready to give us the help that we need. Hebrews again reminds us, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, including our fears, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sinning, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The Lord sees you right now, whatever your needs might be, and he's bringing them very personally to the Father. And just as he stepped into the boat with the apostles in Mark chapter 6, So he's eager to step into the boat that is your life and mine with all the storms that might be going on. Call upon him with confidence. Trust that he is near. Trust that he loves you. And because he does, do not be afraid. He's with you. You were born for this.